Welcome back. Uh, this is Ismailach, I'm Ismail Akhrin, uh, and I'm standing in for Lester Kivit. This evening, we're, you know, we have a writer, poet, and actress, Veronique Japta, who has poured her heart out in a short poem entitled, Dear Mr. President, or Dear, Dear Mr. President and Members of Parliament, that calls on our leaders to take action and address the horrible and brutal wave of murders plaguing our nation because we're going to lose more lives if nothing changes. Take a listen to this. Dear Mr. President and Members of Parliament, I come in peace. God knows that is something women haven't been having much of since the beginning of time. Now, I know you are busy handling our current situation and God knows COVID-19 has become the Alpha and Omega, but what about the femicide going on in your country? Always Becky Trele and Lamini Zuma too busy figuring out what the next ban is. Do notice that gender-based violence has been hitting the fan. Is John Steenhazen too busy going to court for matters raised by South Africans to actually give a damn about South Africans? This is war, so put your weapons to use because blood continues to flow from too many taps. And like the poet Kuleka Petuma said, this country buries us before we are even born. It calls us by our obituaries before it calls us by our names. And oh, how we have seen that to be true with an unborn baby hanging from a tree in its mother's womb. And while I would love to list the names of all of those who have fell victim to the illness of this country, I want to take a moment of silence. May that echo in halls and churches and in schools and at the grocery store. May it scream, I was found in a bag. May it scream, I was killed by my husband. May it scream, I went to the post office. May it scream, I was shot by the police. May it scream, I was at home. May it scream, I was an unborn baby in my mother's womb. The killing of one always results in something else being birthed in those who are left behind. And somehow it is always fear. It always finds its way back, back into the old, straight into the new. Even after we've written poems, even after we've marched, even after we've testified. Settle, so you say, may God bless South Africa and continue to protect her people. How about you start protecting her? May the blood stain on your fancy suits never wash out. May it stay as a constant reminder. May it scream something happened here. May it scream something is happening here. May it scream something is happening in my country. And may it scream I have been let down by my parliament. That was in moving words from Veronique Jeptas. We have her on the line at the moment. Uh, and uh, good evening, Veronique. Uh, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Well, kind of moved by your, your words, but I'm um, so as well as can be, what prompted you to write this poem? The continuous silent treatment and kind of ridiculous tweets <laughs> that government sends us, um, and just them being nonchalant about. What's going on? And like they're saying nothing, but they have all this time to speak about everything else. And they're like tiptoeing around the real issue or one of the many that we are facing. Um, so I was just like, I need to use my platform again to to reach more people, to, to, to get this message out because it, it's gotten to a point where I can't believe that nothing's being done. 
Why did you address the poem to the uh, to the president in particular? I have a thing for going after Cyril. It's it's, it's my thing lately because he's <laughs> he's our president, and I think um, I for one I said because last year when I did dear Mr. President, I said the reason I felt so so sad and broken was because he was actually you know the leader I had most faith in. He was the leader that I thought would actively lead, you know, in, in more ways than one. So, so it was, it was, and I always feel like my president should never be someone I cannot address. You know, that, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a father that I'm scared of. It should be the kind of father that I can go to and be like, I have a problem. I'm feeling this way. Like I can, I can talk to you like, okay, as a, as a woman to a man and, and you just happen to be the president in charge and in charge of things. So, who else must I be talking to? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yo, settle. It's like we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, he is that kind of of a president where you, whether you, you know, whether you like him or not, whether you, but you feel that he is approachable. You you feel yes. that you can talk to him. Yeah, you know, that's it's good. So so, do you want? What would you do, would you like him to declare a state of emergency? How or or? Oh oh my God! <laughs> it is but. For me, I've I've been very reluctant on going. Oh, this is what I want. This is what I want. Right. As as I've said, for me now, my goal now is to whether I'm doing it through Instagram or, or Facebook being live. But I want to mm. have conversations with lawyers. I want to know. Okay, what do we need to do? What needs to happen? How does the damn system work? What <laughs> what needs to happen for us to get to a point where laws are changed and actual changes are being made because it's one thing to sign petitions and march and write beautiful cute poems um and people are still being killed but i need something to to like actually you know what i mean to yes. actually yeah. i've i've been i've been uh reading a lot about um gender-based violence you know i i, I have a much more, a harsher term to use to me it's just cruelty against women but you know yeah. let's stay with gender-based violence and uh, I watched on uh, a friend's Netflix, um, and and I watch a series of films from India where this the the matter is is quite serious and it affects the poor. Uh, well, we describe them as a poor here, but it's the Dalits there, and mm. uh, you know the police. That one of the problems is that you know a woman goes to the police, a traumatized she's traumatized. Because right. of the rape, and then goes to the police and gets re-traumatized because she speaks to a man mm. who doesn't have a clue, and the man then doesn't have a test, a testing kit. She's then right. asked to come back the following day, and this is a this sort of sort of so it's a cycle of re-traumatization, and yeah. this is one of the things that's that's really a problem. How, what do you think of that? To me, you know what I because what I've also noticed now with the lockdown is many things are being said, many many statements are being made, and it's to 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 shut people up. Let's be quite frank about that. It's to shut people up and for them to be like, okay, we're gonna get that. Okay, mm. you know they they have five hundred billion. Okay, great. People haven't been getting their funds. Okay, we'll talk about that on another day. But so they have all these things in place. And then it's like you get to the police stations and then they don't have the kit. 
they don't have the proper they don't even even handle you in the proper manner and then you go so it's it's so it's just uh part of what you guys stand for on a, a national scale but when you actually go into police stations nothing's there so then you will then go okay Becky since you can now go around sniffing out cigarettes and stuff can you perhaps stop at your police stations and check if they are in order because you you are so busy with everything else but you're not checking whether these women and these serious crimes because that is such a sensitive issue and it's like people aren't trained to handle these women you know in in like even me i'm not trained and and i get approached by many women and then i can't even imagine because i always ask these women that are trained in these professions like how do you do it because and imagine getting there and like there's a man like I'm scared of all men. I don't care who you are. I am scared of all men. And I and yeah. I don't want to think like that, but that's what happens because you mm-hmm. hear someone else's story mm-hmm. and then you go yeah. I'm no different. Yeah. Veronique, before before, you know, I let you go, this is a th- th- <laughs> let me just let me just ask you this. And it is, it's a sensitive issue, not, not for me, but for very many people. There has been, during the lockdown when alcohol sales were banned, there was a drop in crime. There was a drop in violent crime. There was a drop in violent crime against uh, women. And do you believe the unbanning of alcohol is, is cause, is part of the cause of the upsurge in femicide? No. Okay. Let me just have a very unpopular opinion. Okay, no, I, I'm <laughs> no, here to ask you the questions. Go ahead. Um, because, you know, I'm very, um, and it's so ironic now because I'm on a, on a radio show, but I feel like media right. um, will, especially, you know, newspaper outlets and so on, right. they, will, they will, you know, swift the story into a direction they want it uh, to go. Uh, they will, propaganda is a real thing. Right. I am in contact with many victims Right. that have sent me pictures and that, that are being raped and abused and I can't do anything because they are above 18. Um, but the reality has always been there. So we we haven't been hearing of those things. Right. And obviously now, you know, Minister Trele will be like, okay, it's, it's the unbanning of alcohol. No, we have been being raped. We have been being abused. So to me, it 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 and also it's so convenient now to just have those headlines be popping up after the ban has been lifted. So I'm the wrong person to ask that because I'm like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> they're playing with us again, and I'm not standing for that. Veronique, thank you so much for your moving um, um, poem and the reality, the realities of what. Women face. Thank you so and, much. Um, this was a nice chat. We 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 can go on chatting forever, but you know, um, uh, I I have been uh, accused of over empathizing, and as I told a wonderful <laughs> producer this evening, you know, conversations like these break my heart. So thank you very much for joining us this evening. That was so Veronique Jephthah with a poem to Mr. Dear Mr. President.